Hello, everyone. Oh, no, wait. This is a really stupid intro, and I hate doing it. What's the first language that comes up on Google Translate? We're going alphabetical this time. It immediately goes Spanish to English. Let's do... So to put in English. I think the first language that comes up is Afrikaans. Let's do Albanian. Fancy. I don't know where... Oh, no. I don't think doing Albanian is going to be a good idea. They got accent marks what? and everything. Oh. <laughs> they got a robot voice. Okay. Hello, friends. That was hello, friends, for our English language speakers. Um, welcome back to the Unpaid Zoom Account Podcast, a podcast for saving money on Zoom. Uh, formerly known as the Untitled Conspiracy Cast, and formerly a podcast for all things weird or interesting. Uh, title still pending. Um, for today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Oakville Blobs. Funky Rain. Um, so, I know we don't have much uh, much build-up ever. Very lack of conversation here. Anyone got anything to say? You guys doing anything cool over the weekend? We record these on Friday and on Saturdays. Oh, man. Yeah. My head is somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. We, um, there was, there was a lot of stuff going on. We haven't recorded in a pretty long time, but hopefully we're back now. I think I wrote this script like two or three weeks ago. So, um, just to mention, because I'm very proud of it. This is the first completely independently researched episode. Um, and by that, I mean, there wasn't any big sources normally for the previous, at least my previous research. Um, I've had like a, a kind of a podcast thing that I've followed and then maybe read a couple small articles. Um, but this one completely original. So, um, nice. all right. You guys excited for weird rain? Sure. Technically I should put out a warning. It's not important. It's very brief that I'm going to mention this, but technically to put out a warning, there will be a dead animal in this episode, but that's it, so nothing, it won't be that important, well, you'll see, don't worry though, it's fine, um, okay, sorry if I don't sound enthusiastic, I actually am very excited, the uh, Oakville Blobs have been a point of interest to many, do the questions that they bring up, the mysterious lot, oh, the mystery, the mystery lives on today and inspires many to reconsider what they know about both the world and the phenomena that happen on it day to day. The case itself centers around a bizarre rainfall that happened in the August of 1994 of an unknown substance in Oakville, Washington, the most boring town I've ever looked up. Um, <laughs> the rainfall happened six times in the region with blobs which each onslaught bringing an undiagnosed illness believed to be caused by the gelatinous blobs formed by the rainfall. Hence, the Oakville blobs. Um, I'm going to get into some stories, but basically, if you want to imagine 
living in the time of the Oakville Blobs. Imagine one day you're sitting in your, it's, it's a small house, right, in the suburbs. What could you expect from a town called Oakville? You're sitting reading your newspaper, and then suddenly, I don't know if you could hear those. I think you can. Zoom has mm-hmm. terrible audio uh, filtering. Of. But I heard something. That's right, exactly. And you say, wow, that's some funky sound of rainfall. And you go out, it's raining pretty heavy, but it ain't hail. And you go out and you see, oh my goodness, this isn't regular rain. It's a gelatinous substance that is forming into these big blobs. And so obviously because you're a safe person, you say, I want to poke that, but I, I don't <clears throat> I don't want to touch it with my regular hands. So I'm going to put on my latex gloves. This is something interesting we're going to read throughout this entire thing. Everybody thought to put on latex gloves when touching this stuff would have never considered it. So you put on your latex glove and you pick it up. It's some weird goop. Uh, but you don't think anything of it. Well, you probably think about it. But you go back to reading your paper and smoking your cigar. And then two hours later, you feel sick. And you go to the hospital and you realize it's flooded. So, you guys ready to, to get into it? Okay. Did I pique your interests? It, it sounds very interesting. Thank you, Jonah. Okay, well, that was all for this episode. I'm just kidding. Um, so, today, we'll be covering what happened in those fateful days. I don't know why I wrote fateful. No one's fate was met, um, except for uh, one animal. <laughs> and where the mysterious rainfall may have come from. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, I'm trying to get more into jingles, because I think jingles are very useful. Um, today's questions for the boys uh, also, Raph isn't here for now. Oh my goodness, I didn't introduce ourselves. <laughs> well, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, my name's Chris. I'm going to be your host for today, and I'm joined by my co-hosts and friends, Bobby, Hi. Fred, hello, and Jonah. Hello. Um, I I'm not doing. I we did enough of this episode. I'm not doing it again. So, I'm um, sorry about that, everyone. I introduced the podcast, didn't introduce us, but, uh, yeah, and normally Raph will be here, but, um, he was not able to make it to recording today. Uh, so, questions. Are there natural phenomena we don't know about? And, uh, whoever wants to start can start. Well, Fred, why don't you go? Well, uh, it kind of depends on what you mean by phenomena. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of things within, like, nature uh, that we do not know about. So what what, I, by f- these are some bad questions. I'm going to admit most of these questions I just made up. Um, <laughs> a lot of the theories that we're going to talk about later are kind of what makes this interesting. The case itself is really mysterious, and that's part of the problem, which is so little information has been known. Um but if I try to ask questions about the theories, you're going to immediately see where what they are. So, um, you know what? Here, I'll, okay. For natural phenomena, do you think there are things that this earth does, you know, like rain or thunder that we haven't seen, that we haven't seen yet or discovered yet? Like, uh, like if there was something similar to rain that we haven't discovered? Like rain or like tectonic plates, like how the Earth works, something that happens yeah, on this definitely. Earth that we don't know about yet. I don't think it's feasible that we know everything about that, like stuff that happens within the Earth. 
Bobby? Um, I agree. It's like almost impossible for us to know everything. All right. For once, we've actually answered. True. The uh, other side of your question. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. This theory is one that I made up. So, Jonah. I mean, I definitely think there's got there's probably at least some things or like something, like. At least, like, probably at least in the past, there's been, there's some sort of thing that, that, like that, that has not, that nobody knows about, um, and probably still today, but there, there's definitely, there's almost definitely, I, I agree, there's probably not, it's, it's very unlikely that we know everything about how the Earth works. Okay. Um, for the next one, this one's going to get into very kind of conspiracy territory. Do you believe the government has ever tested on us citizens without us knowing? What do you mean tested? I mean, done things to us that we have not realized they've done. Yes. Like. Okay. To. Uh. Do you mean like, what, can you rephrase that? Like, tainting the water. Oh, and like, see, um, I would say they probably haven't done anything too extreme, but it is feasible. Bobby? Do you have anything to say about it? Um, I agree. I mean, obviously I don't think it's anything too, like, obvious, but I feel like they have... Well, would this count as them undergoing tests on, like, citizens without, us, without like, telling us that they've done it? Yes. But, like, citizens that know they're being tested on. Like, MKUltra or something like that. So, what I was thinking was more citizens not knowing that they have been tested on. Like, them putting stuff in the air or something like that? Yeah, like, doing something that no one noticed. Um, yeah, I think so. I but- obviously because I mean if they're doing it to everyone and no one notices I mean I honestly don't think they would want to um, make it super obvious or hurt a lot of people because I mean I yeah I don't think they would purposely make things super bad but yeah I think I think it's possible but I don't think they would do anything that extreme yeah I think it's possible they've done minor tested testings like Probably not, like, in recent times, um, but I think maybe in, like, 60s, 70s, they've done things that we didn't know about. Well, I was thinking more in recent times, but yeah, probably. I guess. I don't know. Jonah, what do you think? I mean, I just kind of don't see why you could probably get someone to do it, to do it, like, by just paying them, and I think the government, like, it probably has enough money to pay, like, at least some test subjects, so I kind of don't see what the point is of doing something like that, and I don't know, really. Um, I think I have one more question. Let me pull up the script. This is a trash question, but... Did you think there are animals or creatures in the sky so high we've never seen them? 
I sound like Dr. Seuss. (laughs) The creatures in the sky so high. (laughs) We're gonna. Well, I mean, what do you mean by in the sky? Does that is does that like end at the atmosphere? Do you think the flying monkeys from the Wizard of Oz are flying in the air? I feel like we would have seen them from space. Well, I mean, not if they're big. I mean, not if they're small. Never mind. I take that back. This little spider flying around in the air. I mean, isn't there like some kind of giant, like bug thing that migration that's in the sky all the time or something? What? So there's like a bunch of bugs flying everywhere. Whoa! What? Wait! 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 Hold the phone, Jonah. You were hold. You were picking up the call. Hold the phone. Bugs. Guy migration. I'm right here on my computer now, so got a new computer. Oh yeah, you don't have Montana Springbird migration is on, but celebration off. Wait, I have to see the rest of the article. Celebration off. But that's it. That's the that's the whole headline. Uh, um, Montana Springbird migration is on, but celebration off. <laughs> I guess you would. Does that refer to like people celebrating Montana's spring bird migration? It, it, it looks like it's called the Billion Bug Highway. Oh no, that's. I gotta see a picture of this man. Billion Bug Highway. It's either my way or the highway. And there should be no bugs in my highway. Look up the Billion Bug Highway You Can't See by NPR. They're invisible? There ain't even pictures of them. If you look this up, you're going to see a lot of cartoon ladybug photos. Um, I love this one of a cricket. I'm going to put this in the Google Hangouts. It's beautiful. It's truly... This cricket is so... It looks like... <laughs> it's the main character of a... It's, it's like a side character of a... Hello Kitty American ripoff series. It's got those big bug eyes, cartoon eyes, and a big smile. It looks like Kuropi. Here, wait. I, don't ask me how I know what that is. Kuropi. It looks like Kuropi. Here, wait, I'm going to send you a picture of Kuropi. I'm sorry for saying Kuropi in the same sentence so many times. There's Kuropi. I think we've gotten a bit off topic here. Well, just, com- just no, look at the two. That's not exactly new. Yeah, you can just look at the two images, though, and they you can see the eyeballs are, like, the exact same. The smile isn't the same, though. Kuropi's smile is a little different. All right. That's all. um okay so actually all right um so do you think there's sky animals we haven't seen um not really i don't know i mean if there's like a little bird that is like an undiscovered species and it's in the sky then i guess you know a lot of um sign a lot of conspiracy theorists say all the dinosaurs went to uh, under the ground in the hollow earth i think they all flew up with their feathers 
into the sky, and we just hadn't seen them yet. Maybe they all flew into space. Maybe they were like Icarus, and the sun burned their wings up. <laughs> I'm just imagining one day just velociraptors flying from the sky, like burning comets. Bobby, actually, yeah, Bobby, what do you think? There are animals in the sky. I do think there are seen? animals in the sky. No, not that I have. Okay. Well, probably. I mean, again, I'm kind I'm- of going with the whole. I don't think it's feasible that we've discovered everything. Oh, yeah. yeah, But, but I wouldn't sky. say there's, like, giant T-Rexes flying around. You're going to see the one... You're not yeah, going to expect the one theory that this is based off of. You're going to have no... You're going to be blown away at what this question is based off of. Jonah, do you think there are, 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 are uh, things in the sky flooping around? Uh, well... Obviously, there's the bugs and stuff and whatever, but I don't think there's like it's giant floating whales in space like that one, like exactly SCP or whatever. All right, you guys are gonna see. I'm gonna show you. At the end of this, you're gonna be screaming that there's just animals flying around in the air. Um. Okay. For sources, I have a lot of sources. Um, I read a lot of news articles um, from the small town, a lot of older news articles, uh, mostly, um, a couple like revisited news articles. Um, so I read Wikipedia's entry on Oakville, Washington. Not an interesting Wikipedia to read. Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> um, the Daily Chronicles article, the day blobs rain, the day blobs rain down on Oakville. Um, an excerpt from the book Weird Washington by Jeff Davis. Um, and the Lewiston Tribune's article, Mystery Bobs Rain Down on Oakville. What are they and where do they come from? Residents ask. Authorities are clueless. Um, as well as Unsolved Mysteries Season 9, Episode 6. Not a whole episode, only an excerpt. Um, also, I just have to pull in with a... Um, That was one of the new jingles I'm testing out. Um, TV mystery alert. Unsolved Mysteries got rebooted for Netflix. I just thought it'd be interesting to mention. Um, For people who don't know what Unsolved Mysteries is, which was probably most of this group, it was a 90s TV show hosted by a guy named... Uh, uh, presented by is it Raymond Burr? That doesn't sound right. What is he? Okay, you know. Wait, didn't Raymond wasn't Raymond Burr the guy who plays Perry Mason? That was Perry Mason. It, it's like a, it's an old detective show, and I guess I don't know show. why you know that. Yeah, he was in Perry Mason. <laughs> Sounds Canadian or something. Perry Mason. It's me, Perry Mason. Bring me my wine. Okay, I saw the theme song goes like. <laughs> he spaced out for a second, but I'm sure it was great. Yeah, it's Raymond Burr. Oh no, wait. Is he? Is it Robert Stack? Yeah, it's Robert Stack was the host. 
I don't know who Raymond Burr is, but it, it keeps telling me Raymond Burr's name is Robert Stack. Um, guy passed away. I'm not sure when. A while back, I think. And um, they just rebooted the TV show for six episodes. It's a little different than the actual show. I haven't watched too much of the actual show. I'm not an expert. Um, but I thought it'd be cool to mention. So for all you creeps and peeps out I stole that name for all you people out there go visit go you can look at the show if you want I don't care moving on I also so yeah that was one of the sources unsolved mysteries um okay ready I know it didn't sound like I read a lot of articles I I think I read a few though um all right Oakville Washington is a small town on the coast of the Washington state the city was lived in by Americans. It's a good city known for lumber and railway. I, it's a good city, guys. I can make fun of this script. That's where all the comedy comes from. It's a good city. I love the city. It's a good city. Known for lumber and railways until it was officially owned by Americans thanks to the Oregon Treaty um, with Britain. Currently, Small town gets residency to only about 700 residents. It's now mostly used for a small farming town, being home to only a, another uh, few diners and road shops. And it wasn't much different over in the 90s. That's right, guys. We're going back to the 90s. One of these articles, I think it might be the Lewiston Tribune's article, um, was actually from the 90s. Um, was was from the incident. It was a first-hand account, you could say. Witnesses included Beverly Roberts, 77-year-old Oakville resident who heard of how the bombs were killing local wildlife and pets. Um, according to one article I read, normally leaving a green foam in their mouth. Um, this wasn't a detail mentioned um, from any of the other sources. I think that might have been from the Lewiston Tribune. But I know one of the sources said it. Uh, Beverly noticed it herself one day when she noticed what she thought to be two gallons worth of the goo sitting next to a dead crow and toad. After even handling the goo with latex gloves, uh, Beverly felt she was very ill the next day. And upon going to the hospital the next day with incredible vertigo, realized she wasn't the only one who was sick in the hospital. Does this sound like a complete sentence? Uh, most doctors were bewildered. And those days, hundreds of patients with, were diagnosed with inner ear problems or even major respiratory problems. Um, so the, the main... conditions were different? Um, I think from the kind of gist that I got from the article, uh, most doctors didn't really understand what was happening. Um, they kind of prescribed medication based off of sim symptoms. Um and so the two things that they thought of that combined the um, vertigo and dizziness, um, as well as, I think, tiredness that people were feeling, um, were both inner ear canal issues. And for some people, they just they, uh, said that they might have had some respiratory system issues. Um, I didn't, I got confused at some points, but I think they didn't like look into people's ears and were like, yep, that's an inner ear infection. I think it was just that they thought that's what it could have been. Um, but yeah, those are the two number of, of those um, kind of diagnoses went up real high 
um, the days that it rained. Um, Officer David Lacey also reports his initial experiences with the rainfall when he was taking a civilian friend on his routes when he suddenly began to notice that the rain was starting to smear on his window shields, nearly to the point of which he could barely see the road. Only about two hours after he had to stop to take off his windshield, David said he was so sick he could barely breathe. Oh, take it off his windshield. <laughs> I take off my windshield. This ain't no good no more. Um, during the second rainfall, an anonymous witness called um, the National Weather Station, uh, saying that raining blobs had burned a hole through his child's trampoline in his backyard. Uh, this one is one that not many people know um, were able to confirm, um, or at least it wasn't a common one. Not many people said they were hot, uh, but this guy said that they burned a hole through his kid's trampoline. An important uh, witness or witnesses... Uh, were the Barcliffe household, where Miss Barcliffe owned a farm with her mother, Dottie Hearn. Barcliffe noticed the blobs on her roof, on her shed. After picking them up, she began to feel very sick with small bouts of nausea and dizziness. Soon her mother and a friend began to feel quite sick too. Um, she also claimed a newly adopted kitten living outside died from intestinal problems, causing Barcliffe to believe the blobs and their infective properties might have been to blame. Barcliffe's mother, Dottie Hearn, went to the hospital on the first day of August 7th. And although her doctor doubted the blobs had anything to do with it, saying it seemed to have been caused by an inner ear problem, as mentioned before, Dr. David Little decided to, t decided to look into the specimens. After having the blobs tested by his lab, Little noticed something very strange. The blobs contained human white blood cells. Although a Ken scan wasn't done, Little drew his conclusion. Um, so before we move on, that's most of the case. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about some extra things, um, but that kind of gets into theory territory. So for now, uh, what are you guys thinking? Any ideas? Um, it definitely sounds like an odd event. Yeah, that's really weird. Hmm. Yeah. I weird. Any ideas of what I am um, interested to know what your theory is. Um, uh, I actually don't back a specific theory really with my mind. There are some that I think are completely irrational, um, and it's scary which one I think actually might be the correct answer. Okay, so we were getting into the theories. Um, I think the theories might be the best part of this uh thing. I actually. Oh, no, no, you're all right? You got a theory? No, I had a thought about it because I was thinking I wanted to say something, but I didn't know if it counted. Basically, like when you talked about there being like what, human white, human white blood cells. I think I might have also found some intestinal cells, like cells that you would find in your stomach. Yeah, so I don't think that it's something natural if it did that. True. Um, not many people suggest the natural. Are they wait? Are they one hundred percent human, or could they also be found in animals? I think they're a hundred percent human. I think yeah. if it's a giant sky mammal thing. Yeah, I think human white blood cells can only be found in people. So we had Doctor David Little. I just drawn his conclusion, which was a little presented the first theory. And that was his conclusion. I'm just kidding. So, Little presents our thirst, our thirst theory. 
Little presented our first theory and most realistic and plausible, the airplane theory. Uh, I'm going to be honest, though. I don't actually agree with this one. So, according to Little, this could be constant... The the the, uh, the blobs could be concentrated fluid from an airplane toilet. Um, it explained the reason for why the white blood cells were in there. In addition, could explain the reason for the various illnesses due to the antifreeze in which is um, in airplane toilets, uh, which if it, if ingested could have killed the kitten, as it as it, as uh, the blob did. Um, this theory has one fatal flaw to it, though, which is the color of the blobs. Um, the blobs are described as completely clear and almost see-through, except for, like, a little foggy. Um, but, yeah, completely clear and color... Okay, well, completely clear and colorless. Um, going against the airplane theory due to the fact that the government mandates um, that plain liquids be colored blue. In addition, I think it's illegal to try to dump airplane liquids over public land or something. I don't know what actually happens to airplane fluids, but I'm pretty sure if they just dumped them on a small city, that would probably be illegal. Um, sorry, I'm just looking this up. Are human... Because Fred brought up a good point whether human white blood cells are actually in other things. Yeah, because then it could be... Oh, I don't know. Um... I'm not sure. Um, I think all the things that I've listened to have described it as, I think, human white blood cells. Um, I'm not exactly sure, though. I think it it might... I'm not exactly sure if you could find lymphocytes in, in other creatures, or at least if um, the genetic makeup, I think, would probably make it so that you could tell the difference between human white blood cells and a creature's white blood cells. Um, so, the airplane theory, uh, the theory as well, so that we talked about the color, um, in order to get a better idea of what was contained in the material, it was sent off to Washington State Health Department, where more research was done by microbiologist Mike McDowell, who attempted to isolate bacteria contained in the gel substance. He discovered two major chemicals inside the substance, one of which startled researchers, it's a chemical found mostly in the human digestive tract. Um, nearly a year after the rain fell, Sunny Barcliffe took a sample that she had kept in her freezer and sent it to a private research lab in order to know more. Researcher Tim Davis found the blobs were made of living eukaryotic cells or cells with definable nuclei, which are found nearly exclusively in most animals. So only animals would be able to have these um, nuclei that are in the cells found in these blobs um so could the blobs be alive possibly but what if they simply came from a living thing following the airplane theory um dr david little the one who um originally got the sample from i think uh sunny barcliff called the faa federal aerial association in order to see if planes may have been flying around the area, could have dropped waste on the town. While the FAA denied the airplane theory, they did admit that they had been testing bombs in the nearby waters, causing people to create the jellyfish theory. One of the more rash and hilarious theories, which, same, which claims 
A bomb may have directly hit a school of jellyfish, causing the remains to launch into the air, where they traveled 50 miles, I will remind you, is the distance from the ocean, to rain down on the town of Oakville, Washington. <laughs> um, it's one of the more ridiculous theories, um, and it's very, I think it's much more unlikely just because there's a lot of discrepancies in the fact you'd have to have pretty strong bombs to launch jellyfish that far, um, in addition to the fact it rained six times. Um, so I don't know if the substance could have stayed in the air long enough to own, to fall six times over multiple um, instances. The deniers of the theory bring up this happened six different times when it rained, but it is also impossible the jellyfish could have carried 50 whole miles. Others built onto this idea, saying there might be jellyfish that live in the air and possibly after being killed fell down on Oakville, maybe hit by wind turbines. This theory is not one described, um, kind of said by like anybody, um, but it's it does exist. Um, so yeah, that's unlikely. Um, but also this weird other jellyfish theory, the air jellyfish theory, one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Um, I only read once. I don't think anyone actually believes in that, but um, I've only read it once, and it was from that weird book thing called Weird Washington. Um, that's where I got that one. So I don't know if anyone actually believes in that, but I just thought I'd mention it because that's what the book said. Um, okay. Getting near the end here, there's one last theory, which is actually the one that I think I might believe in, which is really crazy, which says that um, bio-warfare. Could, could the American government be attempting to make a sickening germ or chemical that they decided to test over their own city, uh, possibly in order to make a better weapon or test what would happen at the fallout in one of these attacks? Um. There are witness accounts from both Hearn and Barcliffe, and I think a couple other citizens, that claim to have saw and seen multiple military airplanes and helicopters around the time of the rainfalls. Um, so, was it jellyfish, or was it bio-nuclear war? Well, not bio-nuclear, but bio-warfare. Whatever it is, it most likely will never be solved or known. I I could have, I messed that up, man. I could have stuck the landing on that really cool, like, <laughs> ending quote. It wasn't even written down. I completely improvised that. It was so cool. And then I was like, I know. Can't add an or in there. It makes it weak. Um, so, yeah, those are all the theories that I could find. Um, a lot of the articles I read kind of said the same thing um, or repeated kind of the same information. Uh, the story itself got picked up. It, 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 it's not super popular, but it, it got picked up by a couple things, um, including Unsolved Mysteries, as I mentioned before. But also, the New York Times actually wrote a short article on it um, that I looked at, but it was a pretty short and didn't really offer that much new information. Uh, but I should just mention that that's how popular it got, that eventually the New York Times itself mentioned it. So... What are you guys thinking? Mm. It definitely seems like a strange occurrence. 
true. Do you think it could be the government? Well, I think the other theories are pretty unreasonable. I think all the theories seem pretty unreasonable to me. All of the theories seem unreasonable, but I have to admit, of all of the theories, I think the government one sounds the most reasonable. I think, yeah, compa- I, yeah, compa- in comparison, it sounds the most reasonable, but I'm not it, sure it, I want to believe it. In comparison, it does sound the most reasonable, but it also, but that's just because the other ones are completely stupid. Like, um, why would the government decide to test weapons on its own citizens like even if they wanted to to randomly test weapons on people why wouldn't they do it on an enemy country or another country well because that would wage war they're probably trying to keep it secret they just picked some city they didn't really care about well like why but wouldn't it possibly cause even more problems to attack your own citizens i guess I mean, the other thing about the 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 uh, weapon theory is that I don't think any people actually died because of the blobs. I think only animals died. Um, so that's another thing, which is that it's not like an actually super powerful chemical or anything. It just made people really sick. Mostly, I think, older people, it seemed. Um, Bobby, do you have any thoughts? Um, I mean, I think... I kind of agree that I, it doesn't make much sense. I don't know if anyone said that, so I not agree, but it doesn't make much sense to me. But at the same time, I don't, I kind of believe maybe it was the government, even though nobody else does. Just because. Well, I do. That's, that's oh, my. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know what I was talking <laughs> <to>. <laughs> um, Yeah, I would say. I think it would be kind of funny if it was a jellyfish. Like, that's not very feasible, but... <laughs> yes, I, I agree. Well, you... also, so, I guess technically the most reasonable one would be the airplane theory. But oh. the fact is, that one just doesn't really add up in the end, does it? That one, like, doesn't really make... Because that one, the, the, the stuff was white, and I don't know why unidentified planes would just dump waste on top of this town. And it happened six times. If that was it, it was probably... I would say that they weren't exactly supposed to be dumping their waste on that time. I think it's yeah. illegal. Um, let me but see at the same time, I feel like it'd be really easy to get caught, so why would they even do it in the first place? And it just doesn't seem like something that somebody would do. Not because of, like... Well, like, neither does the government doing that. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like... I'm not saying it because, like, oh, they feel so bad for dumping waste onto the town. I feel like it's just probably not... It's probably easier for them to, like, dump it in a regular place, like, where they're supposed to dump it, than fly over a random town and dump a bunch of waste and then eventually get caught and then face repercussions. I just... Um, I don't know why someone would do that. Sorry. In the Google Hangouts, um, I'm sending, I think, what might be a photo reenactment. But I don't, I'm not exactly sure. When you look up Oakville Blobs, one of the things that comes up is this article called, oh, wait a minute, there are mysteries at the monument to Smokey the Yorkie? Oh, wait a minute, I need to see this. Wait, what? 
Smokey the Yorkie, Golden Gate Bridge, Oakville Blobs. This is on, I don't know even, this is on IMDb. What is this? Host Don Wilderman travels the memorial to a dog that became a celebrated war hero. What is the mystery here? Is this an episode of a TV show? It's called Mysteries at a Monument. What? Who is Smokey the Yorkie? Okay, so it looks like that is... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting off topic, but that looked like an IMDb page for another show that talked about the Oakville Blobs. But now I need to know who Smokey the, Blur is, Smokey the Yorkie is. Really bad at keeping on track with this podcast, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, it's a little... Oh, so cute. It's a little statue. What's of him with it? Him in a, in a war helmet. Oh, my goodness. Smokey the Yorkie, guys. Check him out. Drop one in the chat. Smokey, dog. Smokey, a Yorkshire Terrier, was a famous war dog who served in World War II. Smokey is credited with beginning the renewal of interest in once obscure the work of the once obscure Yorkshire Terrier breed. I guess she served in World War II. A salute to Smokey, the Yorkshire Terrier in a helmet. Okay. Oh, look, it's an old man. It's so cute. It is a very cute statue. I recommend looking it up. What is it called again? Uh, Smokey... If you just look up Smokey the Yorkie, then you're going to find him. Will do. So, also I put a statue in the in the meetings. Um So, um final verdicts. I would say, <laughs> what are you guys currently leaning toward? Um like which theory? Yeah. Can we all agree that the um Flying jellyfish theory is completely wrong. Yes. Okay. That one's false for sure. Were you guys surprised that's where it was going? You didn't expect that, didn't you? <laughs> Did you? No. And I was going to say that the rain was flying jellyfish that got sawed up in like wind turbines. <laughs> I think was kind of the idea. I'm not sure what they were even thinking with that one. Um,. For me, the way I'm leaning, it's probably, I got to admit, I think it might be the, of all the theories, I think there's probably a correct answer out there. And I don't think it's, I'm not sure what it is, but I think so far of all the theories that I'm looking at, I would say bio-warfare somehow has, seems the most correct to me. Um, I think it's more possible there might be some sort of like plain misunderstanding were some weird, like, amateur... The FAA, I don't think, reported any planes flying over Oakville. Um, I think they only reported planes flying over in the ocean um, or on the coast, blowing stuff up. Um, but I think it's possible there might be some weird, like, plane that was flying over with wrong-colored toilet water and just decided to dump it on a, a town. Yeah, they didn't. They but, wanted to hide the fact that the toilet ro water was the wrong color. I don't know. But I mean, it's still weird that it rained six times. I don't know if that would mean that somebody yeah. dropped their their waste six times, or if somebody 
dropped their race once and it got caught in the clouds and then rained down. I'm not sure. Um, but so, honestly, the one with the least amount of plot holes is the Biowarfare one. For me. There's obviously the, the blatant the blat the blatant plot hole of why. It seems pretty irrational that the government would just drop chemical warfare materials on top of a city and I be mean, like, okay, that's okay. done. But well, Chris, the thing about that is I mean like I mean we don't know why they did it, but that doesn't make it a plot hole, it just makes it like we know like we can't we don't understand why they would do it, but, like, it would make sense that they did it. Like, if it's pointing towards them doing it. And obviously we wouldn't know why, because the government doesn't, like, tell us anything at all. So I feel like there probably is, if it was true, there is a reason they would do it, but it would be hard for us to know why. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but... So would you say that maybe why the government would uh, use chemical warfare against us wouldn't be a unsolved mystery yeah it would be an unsolved mystery I, yeah. Ooh, spooky. So, so scary all right well then bobby what are you what are, what are you leaning towards i guess government now i mean i don't know yeah probably the government just because like you said the plot hole, I guess, is, like, why they would do something. But then again, why would the government be testing? I mean, at least they're... How could jellyfish fly over 50 miles is one well, thing. That's, like, a that... scientific improbability. But you know asking a why is a lot more, I think, um, simple to say. Somebody was thinking irrationally. I think that makes more sense than a scientific, or that's more likely than a scientifically a scientific improbability. Uh, so that's why I think uh, it's the jellyfish in the sky. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Obviously, the jellyfish are just flying around. We haven't seen them because they are translucent, and so we can't see them because they look like the sky, and then we've never seen them. Yeah, for sure. And that is why. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Fred, what do you think? Um. Hmm. I don't know. I definitely don't think it's either of the jellyfish things. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Um. I would like, I would hope that it's not the government. Huh. That's I think everyone not, would. That's not ideal. Um, and it doesn't entirely make sense with the planes either. But if I had to pick one, both based on which is sort of most reasonable and which one I would choose to believe, I would probably pick plane dumping stuff. All right. Okay. Um, and Jonah, what do you think? Well, I kind of, if I had to choose... I guess either the plain one or the government one make the most sense, but I kind of think they're all stupid. I kind of think they're all wrong. Like, I, I don't feel like any of them make sense. Like, it's just some of them make some more sense than some of the other ones. 
That's completely true, but I mean, there's not, I, I, I don't think I would be able to come up with any of these answers on myself. Or by myself, I mean. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Um, one quick thing before we go. Um, I think this might be an old story. Um, here, wait, I'm checking it right now. Um, this says it was from June 19th, so not that old. Oh. Like a month old. Um, like June 19th is in this year? Yes. Uh, this is a separate story. I'm sorry. It's important to mention, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Before I forget. Um, so we all have probably heard about the recent kind of weird science and paranormal stuff going on in the news recently like the the um the official ufo footage released and the government claiming to find a parallel universe have we heard of both of these or are you guys just no i'm I'm drawing a blank here okay Uh, i don't i don't really ever see the news at all pretty much oh man okay well yeah i'm i'm you got, do you just, I should, could I, I just watched. zoom through some important news stories? Okay, ready? Um, I think about a year back, Tom DeLong of Blink-182 um, said that he had UFO footage. He showed it to the world. Um, I don't know if the government addressed it, but he created a um, a UFO research organization called the TTSA, or the Two of the Stars Academy, which a while back got um, purchased by the government for, I think, a couple years um, to do some pretty weird, like, sci-fi kind of research stuff. Um, They also, uh, the the TTSA also claimed that they had um, some government, uh, some uh, footage and relics that might prove something about aliens. Um, we can, I could talk forever about the TTSA and Tom DeLong, but a while back, um, the Pentagon released military footage of an, a UFP, or I think it's a UAP, unidentified aerial phenomena is what they referred to it as, and they released official footage of a UAP that they claimed they had not identified. Um, just flying in the air. Um, it's military footage, and it has been approved by the Pentagon. Um, so that was uh, going on for a while. Um, this specific story that I was going to share from June 19th, Trump recently um, said he's heard interesting things um, about Roswell. Um, do you guys know anything about the Roswell incident? Yeah, a little bit. So, um, Jonah, do you want to share a little bit about what the Roswell incident was? Uh, didn't the um like UFO crash in New Mexico and like got taken to some place or whatever, and then the nurse did surgery or something on it? 
I don't remember. Um, I'm not sure about the nurse part, but the main story goes that there was a UFO crash in Roswell, New Mexico, um, that was covered up by the government as a hot air balloon. Um, but a lot of people believe that it's very obvious that it is not a hard air balloon because it literally crashed into the into a farm and created residue and created a big like kind of crater um and it also this hot air balloon that the government escorted was escorted in a plane they used to escort the atomic bomb to Japan okay so probably not a hot air balloon gone wild um it's like one of the it, it's kind of like thought it was I thought it was said that it was a weather balloon. I it might be a weather balloon. I forget. Um, uh, there was officials that it was a crashed weather balloon. Okay, so a weather balloon, but still, it's it's irrational that you would move a weather balloon by a plane used to escort an atomic bomb. Seems a little bit of a waste of a very important plane. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't want to get too much into Roswell, but um, it's a big, like, UFO thing. Probably, like, um, one of the biggest UFO things right after Area 51. Um, and one day, when asked about it, Trump said he's heard some interesting things about Roswell and says he might possibly declassify some more information about it. One other thing I dropped on you was the government claiming to, um, or, or, or uh, the news claiming to have found a parallel universe um, where time runs backwards. It's very confusing, but basically, according to this research society, they're like, oh, we found a parallel universe because of weird waves coming out of the Antarctic, which we believe means that there is a parallel universe running backwards to ours. Uh, most likely, this story is very exaggerated, though. So um, I haven't read the Snopes article about it, but I heard there is one. Um, and it is uh, very much a little bit um, oversaid or overstated. It's not like um, there's 100%, yep, parallel universe right next to us. Um, but there is a little bit of weird activity going on in the Antarctic um, that was for sure over-exaggerated. <laughs> Uh, so that's alien news for now. I hope you're all caught up, and I hope you had fun with alien news. I'll try do, to do, share. Do, 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 do. Do, do, we need do, an alien do. news theme song. Um, can we get like some sax in there? Like boom, 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 boom. That sounded like Seinfeld for a second. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, what about boom, 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 boom? How was that? I think the jingle should just change every time until we finally figure yeah, one out. Yeah, just make, make it up as we go along. I think that was all the alien news that I know about. Let's say next time I'll try to bring in any more alien news if there is any. Um, or, or weird mystery stuff. So. That's. All for now. Um, thank you for listening. 
Uh, please leave a five-star review if you love alien news um, or if you love unidentified rainfall. Uh, feel free to listen to the other episodes if you haven't already. Um, and uh, share the podcast. Uh, be very be very gracious. We, we'd be very gracious. Uh, and that's, I think, all. Uh, we don't have any real social media set up. Um, if you want, if you want to, I'll have a meme account called Chrisbons underscore sixty four. Follow my meme account. I post original memes. Um, <laughs> I don't think people. Heard whoa, that. who here just plugged their meme account? That was weird. Um, and yeah. I guess I'll see you guys on the flippity flip. Or, as they say in. Al- Where do they speak Albanian? Albania. Yeah, probably oh, Albania. It's probably, <laughs> it probably is Albania. I forgot Albania was a country. No. What's, they what's the name. Balkans? Is that an island place? Is that in Asia? Albania is in. The oh, Balkans no, in is in Europe. It's like where Serbia and all those places are. I think. You know, I used to I used to know the map pretty well, but I guess it's all gone now. Well, as the famous Albanians say, the famous Albanians, say, and I quote, "Long to Mia." Okay, for our English speakers, goodbye.